Hello and welcome into another episode on the Labumba Pastors blog. I'm Masumba Jonathan. Today's lesson is a rebroadcast from our series from the book of Proverbs. The title of the lesson is Honoring Our Parents. And our text to begin is Proverbs chapter 19, verse 26, which says this, He who does violence to his father and chases away his mother is a son who brings shame and reproach. How important is it to God that people honor their parents? When God gave Israel the Ten Commandments, the first four laws were instructions for how we should behave towards God. The fifth command was the first instruction detailing how God wanted people to relate to one another. The human relationship he begins with in the law is between parents and children. God says this in Exodus 20, verse 12. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. The Hebrew word translated as honor means a heavy weight or burden, but is also used to describe an honored or respected individual. The implication then of this word is that we are under obligation or under a burden of responsibility to our parents. There is a debt we owe them and that is to pay them respect and honor, whether we believe they deserve it or not. The Apostle Paul tells us this command is so important that God highlighted it by giving a promise to those who obey it. In Ephesians 6, verse 2 and 3, we read, Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. The promise is twofold. It guarantees long life and also life where God is with you to bring out good outcomes in your life. Our proverb today describes a son who does the opposite of what God's word tells us to do. He does violence to his father and chases away his mother. The inference of violence against the father is that the son wishes the father gone so that he might have mastery of his life rather than be under obligation to his father, and so he might gain possession of whatever his father owns. Absalom's rebellion against his father David is a good example of this. He desired his father's authority for himself and his father's kingdom for himself. The inference of a son chasing away his mother is that when a mother comes to her son late in life, when it is now time for the children to make return to their mother for her care of them, instead of caring for his mother, the son sends his mother away empty-handed to fend for herself. He will not take on his responsibility to care for his mother. Jesus set us an example of taking responsibility for our parents even as he was being crucified. In John chapter 19, verse 26 and 27, this is a dialogue that comes as Jesus is on the cross and it's close to the time of his death. It says, When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, that's the apostle John, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. Since we don't see Joseph mentioned after the story of Jesus in the temple as a boy, it is likely that he died while Jesus was still a youth. 
As the firstborn son, then, Jesus was responsible for the material needs of his mother. So he makes certain she is cared for before he dies. He tells his mother to consider the apostle John as her son, and tells John to adopt Mary as his mother. And we see from that day she was cared for as as a member of John's household. This is how the family ought to work. But the Bible predicts, as people reject God, that one of the consequences will be the dishonoring of parents. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, we read, For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. To understand how serious God takes this violation of his commands, consider these instructions in the law. In Exodus 21, verse 15, we read, Whoever strikes his father or his mother shall be put to death. So if a child raised his hand to hit his, his parents, he was supposed to be put to death. It was a capital offense. In Deuteronomy 21, from verse 18 to 21, we read, If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and though they discipline him, will not listen to them, Then his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring him out to the elders of his city at the gate of the place where he lives. And they shall say to the elders of his city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. That implies that this young man is, is, you know, he's grown somewhat. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. And all Israel shall hear and fear. God does not take disobedience and disrespect towards parents lightly. No matter how old we get, we should never stop paying honor to our parents. God says you are under divine obligation to do so. And for parents raising children, we must teach them to honor and respect us, not demanding this for our pride's sake, but showing them this is what God has commanded, and he promises blessings to those who obey it. Consider this last verse from 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 4, which says, But if a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents, for this is pleasing in the sight of God. Maybe your parents abandoned you, and you say, I don't owe them anything. Well, Christian, you show them what it means to be a follower of Christ and love them anyways, even though they don't deserve it, by taking care of them in their old age. God will reward you for your obedience to him. You might even be the vessel that God uses to win your parent to Christ. God bless you all.